When's the last time you cried? Oh, fuck. Okay. Well, the last time I cried was in this studio. It has that effect on people. And it was after we had done a podcast with someone who had also cried during the podcast. Um, I brought an old bag over to put the computer in that we used to record. And I was digging around in there and felt something. And it was a note from someone that I was previously in a relationship with. Mm. And it was full of love. Yeah. And I, it was like a rogue wave hit me. And um, then it was over. And I was fine 30 minutes later. But, I mean, for 10 or 12 seconds, I was inconsolable. Yeah. You oh, know? my gosh. Remember? Well, I think it's sweet. I think it's like there's so many – when relationships end, sometimes we're trying to find the bad and why they didn't work. And I think it's sweet to remember. Oh, I know why it didn't work. Because I was uh, hanging out. Yeah. You were all up on my shit. Yeah. All the time. All the time. I was like, I love how do your ruin, wife and daughter I feel love about the that? I ruin marriages. <laughs> you do have that reputation. Yeah. It's kind of my thing. I mean. When's the last time you did? Sam and I had a conversation about having a second kid. And I think at the time I really wanted to have another kid because. Uh, yeah, like the first one? Yeah. She's just like a complete dud. Yeah. So I just kind of, yeah, I had like this like breakdown. And then ever since I cried about it, I haven't wanted another kid. <laughs> you cried out, you cried out the desire for another child. I have this thought in my head right now that having one kid, you can still not be a mom. And I know that sounds bad, but I think like you still can be like, I've had friends who have, uh, you know, if they're only children and their parents were still like wild or like hippies or whatever. And yeah. it feels like you can do that with one kid. And then once you have two kids, I feel like, oh, no, you are a parent now. Well, then you're not outnumbered, but you're you're. it's like a one to one ratio where before it's just there's like a two to one ratio. So if one of you needs to get the fuck out, you can like pawn the kid off on the other parent for a second. Yeah, exactly. You know, mm -hmm. also like having been married and then divorced, it's like you get to go through. I mean, it's a pain in the ass also, but on the flip side, you get to go through the a fun part again that maybe I didn't think I was going to go through having oh, also been yeah. having already been married, you know, because I'm going to meet someone and then you're going to go through then another beginning part, which is really special and rare. I think that's cool, too, to like be a real, you know, person, not that people in their early 20s aren't, but like to be to no, have lived life and have that like those long-term relationships and stuff and then to be like oh I don't know it feels like now I get to let go too but I know exactly who I am mm -hmm. it's like I want I'm looking at it that way too because I don't want to wallow in the fact that I had a marriage in like a 10-year relationship and now I don't mm -hmm. there's there's I'm really good at thinking about that part you know but I've just recently thought about the positive side of it which is that I know myself so much better right and the other thing I said where I'll get to experience the beginnings of a new relationship when I find whoever that is mm -hmm. but it's also you know I feel like I'm racing kind of I feel like a pressure like racing against 
because time, of the kid. which is just what a cliche, but you know, because of the kid thing, because you want to have kids. Um, I guess so, but also more that like I just want to have a lot of life to share with the person who right. I end up with, you know. Um, and also I kind of this is why we're really going, but I also kind of um mourn that part of the relationship where you're both scrappy and you're doing you're coming up together and like figuring it out together you know because that's what johnny and i were doing really like we were just kind of both figuring our shit out as we went along each living in like tiny brooklyn apartments and stuff that's a good point i always felt like um I wanted to meet someone when I was younger because I wanted to know that they were in it for the right reasons. Cause then when I would be really famous and have like millions and millions of dollars, <laughs> I know that their intentions were true. Yeah. <laughs> Just wait for that second part to happen. Yeah. That's so weird. And I feel the opposite. Like I want someone to be with me for my money. Oh yeah. At least you know why. For the there. millions and millions of dollars. Millions and millions. If you were looking for your millions they're in my bank account. If, uh, do you online date? Um, I go in cycles. I haven't in a while. I just like, it just felt so, uh, it felt so defeating and contrived. And I just, it was just, I hated it. I hated it so much. And then. Have you tried putting our come out, come out icon as your profile picture? Yeah, I think I will next time. I will say the good thing about online dating is that when you go on a date with someone, you absolutely unequivocally know that it's a date. There's no question about are we just like two Good friends point. hanging out, getting to know each other? Because like there have been a few of those in my recent history mm-hmm. and I don't know what they are. And also you asked and a couple other people were like, well, were you were you flirty? Were you flirty? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, every, I'm always, you know, we're having a conversation. I'm basically flirting are with you, you right now. Are you scared? I'm trying to, to seduce you. Yeah. You are know? you scared to before you go on the date to actually ask that because you think maybe then the date won't happen like if you go by the way I have a really big crush on you okay (laughs) see you there well there was the most recent one I well I mean I think it was one that I went on I thought I thought I was pretty clear when I because I asked you know and the way that I worded it I was like I don't think there's a way that this can be interpreted any other way yeah but then fortunately I was able to get into my head about it for a while yeah (laughs) So I have that you can always skill. count on that. Yeah. You know, you could you could think that you're just going out as friends. Like when I met Sam, I I didn't know that it was a date and she absolutely and you thought, thought it was a date. You thought she was trying to network? I did. Yeah. I thought she was trying to network. And so so I mean I'd say like I don't know, a half hour in I knew it was a date. Mm-hmm. But Cuz you were did. making out. Is that how you Cause knew? Because I was making out with another person, actually. It was pretty, uh, <laughs> you were on a um, different date. Yeah, I was on a different than date. Than Sam. No, I'm like kind of a dumbass with that sort of thing. Like I, Me too. If people have like crushes on me, I would seriously never know until Same. they like had their tongue in my mouth. Because Correct. I'm just like, I have no concept. I don't feel like you're an overtly flirtatious person in your in your normal like speech. When no, only like two drinks in. But also, yeah, no, I'm like, always... Like, I don't... No, I can't no, even right. imagine... Can you, can you show me what that would look like? I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, seriously, in that voice, though. Do you know, I I think I smile a lot and mm-hmm. I kind of put my head down a lot. It's a lot of very... <gasps> That's like uh, very bashful, like old-fashioned kind of... That was like Sam and I's first date. I mean, like, truly, it's like a bashful... There, I'm never the one with the most energy. 
It's weird. Believe it or not. Yeah, that is a big surprise. In the relationship. If I am, that relationship is not going to last long. When Sam came over to like, quote, work on the song that we were working on, then we just spent like two hours chatting outside. Yeah. We were basically like scream flirting with each other, (laughs) you know, and like that's both of our personalities, I think. Yeah. So if I go out with somebody and that's their personality as well, there's simply no way for me to gauge if we're just talking as friends or we're just we're actually, you know. But I will say this. If that person doesn't really know you before that, I think that the That's flirting will fair. come off as flirting. <laughs> That's probably yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's so. no there's none of your friends behind you being like, this is how she is. You know? <laughs> I actually do usually travel with a Greek chorus behind me. And <laughs> just to be like, well, that was dumb. Lock yeah. it up, catcher. Yeah. Land the plane. You know? I can't believe you revealed that. <laughs> I mean, I, I really like this next guest because we made them be on our be our very first episode and then we trashed it uh, that episode because they were coming to town and we're like, no, yeah. you have to come over to the cabin and we have to do this in person. We need to post up pictures. We need to post up that BTS because they were sitting in that chair just like just fully sunk down with sunglasses on and, and, a, bucket and a bucket hat from their own company <laughs> the whole time. I don't remember receiving an apology for any of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not yet. Yeah. Uh, I obviously, I mean, both of us are huge fans of Reductress and uh, the, oh my God, the headlines are just like the greatest. It's my favorite account on Instagram besides yours. It's the best account on Instagram. Besides it truly mine. is. Yeah. I just want to like, just to yeah, introduce this next person, I want to just read like one or two headlines. Oh, this is a good one for our podcast. So Mm -hmm. this is just a woman who's like sort of looking at me with like puppy dog eyes. And it says, how to tell if you're gay by kissing me. Okay. I found a quiet spot over here. (laughs) This one I love. It's like a woman uh, spending time with her mom and dad. And it says Stockholm syndrome. This woman loves her parents. (laughs) (laughs) There was one that was like, I lived it. My boyfriend is just... (laughs) Two toddlers wearing a trench coat. <laughs> it's so Every good. single one of them, I laugh. And then I'm always just like, God, that's so stupid. Because that's exactly what it is, you know? Yeah, please enjoy this episode. Joanna goes way back uh, with Sarah as we talk about on the on the podcast. You bet we do. Um, and, you know, I feel like I've known Sarah for 10 years. You have So I, maybe 20, well, maybe 30. I've known Sarah a lot longer than you. So. <laughs> We've have I've known Sarah for 65 years, so. Well, you figure it out okay. on this episode with Sarah, Sarah Papa Yardo. Hi. I literally can't. Literally. Let's fucking start it. With yeah. Sarah Papalardo. What's up, guys? In person. This is very exciting, guys. This is very... You guys also, are very like, lucky to get this. You're uh, very cameras. lucky to get this. Also, just a real quick sort of fashion rundown from top to bottom. <laughs> Sarah Papalardo is wearing a white bucket hat in in red embroidery. It says, silly boy, silly boy on it. Silly boy. They're wearing prescription sunglasses indoors, unapologetically, and looking fierce. Is Silly Boy part of Reductress's merch? It is. Great. It is. I saw one recently. I was like, I gotta fucking get that. If I mean, Which you guys, 
I just like, oh my God. First of all, we've talked about merch way too much on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, like we could true. have an offshoot just called merch. <laughs> uh, and you guys are, yeah. Who does, uh, do you design the merch? I do design a little of the merch. Yeah. But you know, it's a, it's team effort with designers and, and all of that stuff. Um, but you like the merch that sells the best you've designed, right? Clearly. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yeah. Because my taste, obviously impeccable. So if somebody, if you go to get coffee and someone says, I like your bucket hat, what do you say? I'd say, thanks. Yeah, because when I wear my own merch, I don't also say to like sell it on the spot. I could not. I just, no, no. Oh my God, that's so funny. Also, that's just not my merch. That's not part of your personality at all. Like when we were at brunch today too, like they were like, do you write jokes for a living? And Sarah was like, yeah, I do. And they were like, what do you do? Do you do stand up? And they were like, well, right now I'm, part of a, a satirical website like could not barely even get out which was c- nice and kind and humble i wanted to scream from the rooftop it's ridiculous. it's nice to have a friend that will do that so you don't have to do it it's yeah. so true because like 10 years and i still don't have an elevator pitch for what i do mm-hmm. I, I don't i don't i don't i still to this day do not know what i do well that's why we brought you to shark tank all right dazzle us this is it. Mm-hmm. This is it, guys. Yep. I'm out. <laughs> I just, I'm too busy. <laughs> with real estate. I just don't get it. <laughs> with real estate. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, thanks for coming into this, the studio. Yeah, this is, uh, I, uh, I mean, we don't have to tell everybody, but we probably will that we, we already should. made you do this podcast and be our guinea pig and that like our Zoom cut out five times. And yeah. so it did. We're going to ask you basically the same questions. And uh, we both really enjoyed your story. So I'm excited to hear it again. It. Yeah, you were. I was kind of on the fence about it. Honestly. All right. I'll try to add a little Can pizzazz you, this time. Did you get it punched up? Yeah. Did you yeah. Talk to I got some of your writers before you came over here. A couple of folks. <laughs> We did a quick room. It's it's good. A little drama, yeah, but you know, drama. I think it came out. They were best. like really quickly. Is this for a doctress or just kind of your own thing? And you're <laughs> yeah. like, it, it's my own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's going on streaming mm-hmm. this is for streamers. Have you always wanted to be uh, in the comedy business? I mean, not since like birth. Yeah. But- <laughs> like, Listen to that. Listen to that answer. I'm- Are you sure? <laughs> Sorry for that incredibly confident answer. Yeah. <laughs> um, when I... <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I'll put it this way. I <laughs> knew I wanted to do comedy before I knew I was gay. Okay. Did you bring it, did you bring it round to the topic of this podcast? Yeah, I did. Look what you did. did. You did yeah. because I was like, well, I just started to think like it's when you are in the comedy business and you have to go through like for coming out, coming out for a lot of people can be really traumatic, but like, at least for myself, because I also, cause I came out as a comedian before I came out as gay. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I was like, I always had like, it was also funny to like, even the awkward stuff or whatever, like the stuff that might be traumatizing to other people. I still, it was like going through this filter of like, this shit's whack. This is hilarious. You know? Yeah. So yeah, I was just curious. I was just thinking about that. How it's, I mean, at least for me, I'm like, oh, it's nice that I was like already into comedy so that I could, uh, some of, some of the things I could just let like process. Did you, did you come yeah. out through a reductress headline? Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> Joanna. <laughs> Came when I was 16. 
We already had a whole podcast about this. <laughs> I knew the answer. All right. We, it's should, we should write a uh, reductor's headline about uh, you. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, I want to tell you what to do, but if, if there is a way that you could yeah. do that. Gay. This is Sarah. <laughs> I lived it. That's it. I lived it. <laughs> lived it. Oh, true life. All right. <laughs> so, well, there are, there are so many good nugs that I, I kind of remember kind of don't honestly. Mm-hmm. So, we started at the beginning. We started at the... Why are you laughing? They're already laughing. No, I'm, I'm super serious. <laughs> Maybe I can't take you seriously yeah. with your bucket hat and your sunglasses. Perhaps. On. This was like a real like 11 o'clock decision. <laughs> really yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Well, <laughs> I just... Ask me some serious questions. Okay. So when did you... Uh, when did you first know like, hmm, maybe something's up? Yeah, uh, this is a testament to my lack of imagination in some areas. But um, I would say that there was one summer I just happened to spend kind of like away from where I grew up. So like out of town. How old? Uh, I would say 16. Uh, a young 16. And um, you know, I had some like friends back home and I knew they were like having some fun. You know, a couple of people were driving. And then I heard that this like one girl that I used to hang out with a lot. I was like, Oh man, she's diking it out with Amanda. And I was like, what? And <laughs> my friends were like, yeah, she's been dyking. They've just been going down on each other at the end of every party. <laughs> just at parties. <laughs> I, know, I know. I'm like, was this some kind of like Katy Perry esque? Like I kissed a girl. I, I no, I think it, they were, they were having some fun. Um, and it was like the fact that that was occurring in like the very like mainstream, like popular kids party scene blew my fucking mind. Like I up until that point, this was the 90s, of course, thought like anyone who would do that is like, oh, like no, no one I would want to hang out with. And then right. it was like, oh, wait. Um, so, again, a testament to my sheer lack of imagination that it took like mm to like people I knew to just make it real and um and just like that the school year started and I decided to join um like a a a theater group that kind of was like um a collection of all the schools so like not just people from my school but like a bunch of others um and boy that was great because it was people that had no idea who I was or like where I came from and like a couple of randos from my school but like we were so far apart in terms of like friend groups or whatever. Um, and as you may know, uh, theater groups always go on some kind of like retreat. Everyone gets to know each other. Classic. So uh, Classic. like October that year, we go we go up to some like random like off season Christian camp or whatever. No, like whatever. It had nothing to do with that. But there was a crucifix in the cabin. Wait, so that was the retreat was you're going to church? Uh, no, I mean like it wasn't religious. It just, just happened to be a, a it was an off-season oh. Christian camp. So like we got like a bargain in October, oh, I guess is what I'm saying. What are yeah. the seasons of Christianity? Well, there's Easter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what so do they just, do in July? Cuz you it's off-season is just like, well, I'm I'm pretty heavy into christianity in season yeah, yeah. And then i have the off season yeah I don't where know. i fast I actually religion does work like sports and i feel like yeah. that is right it's yeah. like yeah. christmas is like the playoffs you know Super Bowl, you yeah know? i only know a couple days of worship christmas 
Lent. It sounded like you said warship. You, you did say <laughs> warship. Warship. Oh, like works. a like yeah. a warship. A yeah. warship song. Oh God is an awesome God. I just oh, what? I just that's one of the that's one Christian tune that I'm tangentially aware of. Okay. Oh my gosh! Yes, remix. Right? You should remix that song. I should. Yeah. yeah. Subscribe. Like, I'm already feeling where the beat drops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You might get you like are. sued by Hillsong, but like, go for it. Yeah. Honestly, come at me. Mm-hmm. Especially if they're off season, which they might be right now. No one's in the office. They're doing summer Fridays. That's no right. No one gives yeah. a shit. Catch them when they least expect it. All right. So you go to Christian camp. Yeah, which was not Christian. Just to be <laughs> yeah, clear. it was a retreat. It was a retreat, retreat for the theater kids. It was, it was a retreat. Okay. Um, and um, you know, uh, I I won't say this girl's name, but she did have such a cool last name, mm. Von Suck. And um, I'm not, I won't say it. Yeah, Von Suck. <laughs> well, good luck. I, I won't say how it's spelled. Um, do you want us to beep it out? seriously yeah, uh, that would be really funny. let's beep it out right back. after you say the name <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like do you want us bon to suck it beep. out uh, or I von will... suck and then everyone just has to like Bunch. yeah yeah <laughs> uh, so um i'll leave that up to you creative choice thank you um von suck yeah but um yeah i mean that was one of those you know and i i think i i'd gone to real summer camp before that and had like a version of the actually you know going back to that i did have a a counselor in training and i we just really got along so well i was like 12 she might have been 15 at most and she Mm. just showed me all of the good rap cds of 19 you know oh my god is this a drama camp again no this was just regular camp a few years back i don't know why you're so into camp I you mean, do look love at camp. Me. Look at you. Look, come on. You're did wearing you a bucket to, hat. They are ready for camp. camp like every summer. Um, and then did you become a counselor? No. Okay. So I just went to camp for like question. two years. No, actually, you know, I, I, I did want to become a counselor, but that was when my friends were like, camp's dumb. And oh, like, fuck, that's when we stopped going them. to camp. Mm. I know, right? Seriously. Yeah, seriously. Uh, camp but anyway. is the place to, I mean, it does feel like such a great, it's like <laughs> mini, it's, it's like, pre-college like yeah. maybe you can uh experiment a little i mean anytime you're away from your parents for that long oh yeah. yeah and like it was thrilling at that time and i went with like a bunch of my best friends but yeah i um so did you kiss vaughn what oh, happened god hold on yeah sorry so anyway <laughs> um going back to um high school yeah yeah you're 16, uh, yeah okay. i'm a i'm i'm a nearly an adult Mm. and um she throws out the classic um you know i think um women are just as as beautiful as men and Mm -hmm. i don't know like how we got there you know one of those like intimate like we're all sitting on the floor and like just vibing at 16 and i was like oh oh cool 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 um how'd that make you feel did you feel a warmth inside i mean you know what's really funny like i don't know i don't know if i like pick up on cues very well but i feel like the those certain phrases are just like we all know exactly why you're you don't say it just to let someone know more information about you right i mean i don't know but yeah yeah. they well she wants she wanted to tell you that she really did there was a whole reason yeah she's like I don't think women are hideous. And you're like, well, well, well. Precisely. I mean, yeah. like, honestly. And I think you feel even... the same way. <laughs> Just a hunch. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I don't remember the specifics of how we got from A to B. But a couple hours later, um, we kissed. 
Um, Who started it? Do you remember any details? I'm going to take a wild guess and say it was me. (laughs) I'm going to take a wild (laughs) guess and say that I really took the lead on that front. And um, and it was it was great. Um, After all that, though, I had no idea how she how she felt about it or anything. Honestly, you know, she's just like art school chick. So like I I couldn't get a read on if it was just like, am I am I reading like super duper queerness or is it just like art school vibes? Very hard to know the difference. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, And, you know, I think like maybe like, first of all, that was running through my head all week. And I was like completely not paying attention in school. Like, what was that? Because that was like the best thing that has ever happened to me. Um, Did you fall in love? No. No. But I was absolutely like thrilled. You know what I mean? Like I was like thrilled. And I'm like, how can I do this again? Were you feel like were you walking around just with like you would see people and just be like, I have a seat. You don't know anything. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Like I have some hot fucking goss. You don't know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because like, oh, my yeah. God. Like if that got out, did you tell my any- whole field hockey team would be shot. <laughs> my whole field hockey team would think I'm gay. What would they think? A traditionally very, very straight <laughs> yeah. endeavor. Yeah. Just like, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you, So did you tell anybody? Not a soul. Wow. Not a soul. I don't yeah. think I could do that. Yeah, it was really tough. It was unpleasant, but I'm a planner. So I think that was when I started like making my like escape plans. Right. Um, From the city? Yeah, what, what I was in New plans? Hampshire. So plans. <laughs> yeah, I was in New Hampshire. So uh, it was more about like, how can I seek independence where I can do this outside of the baggage of my home? Yeah. Uh, right, right. And um, yeah, ironically though, I'm cutting ahead, but ironically I was like, I want to take some summer classes in Boston next summer. And I did. And ironically I met a, a guy in a theater class and we ended up mm. dating for a year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really just, I think I needed to get that out of the way. Right. Just like have one sex with one dude. <laughs> one, one Get sex. it out of the way. It's like you're ordering. I'll have one sex. <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly what I Seconds. ordered. No, I'm all and good. More or less what We're I got. We're all set on that. Um, I, and do, yeah. I do feel like theater kids are their own sexuality, though. and You yes. know what I mean? And band yes. kids, too. Yeah. I know I keep piping in with that, but it's true. I feel but like it's a parallel. band kids are a little kinda. weirder. Yeah. I think. I'm, I'm a band kid, and I think there was a lot of like... And there's there's more. Are um, you a band kid though? Yeah, I mean, I feel like well, I th- what kind of bands are we talking about? Well, like jazz band, or are we talking, I'm talking concert about like, band? I'm not talking about like the kids who are like going on tour when they're 17. I'm talking about no. like when you're like 11 and you're really excited to be in wind ensemble. Yeah, I was you in know, the like, marching band. Yeah, I played yeah. trumpet for like 14 years. Yeah, wait, you played trumpet? for Yeah, I was in color years? guard. The Whoa. fucking flags. What color guard? Yeah, is. so there's some freaks in there, but like, uh, but there were also like a lot of athletes in band where I feel like theater theater to me like I feel like I should have been in theater and I was like never in theater but when Sam talks about theater I'm like you guys sound like you fucking have no boundaries and I like it yeah (laughs) yeah they were freaks they're indoor kids I think mostly indoor kids indoor kids you know total Mm -hmm. freaks those cast parties the cast parties yeah Yeah, it just seemed like there was no there was no concert band after party after oh, the big no. show. No, there was you your know? mom picking you up. Yeah, That's it's like, what, what are you going to do? Bring your trombone to the party? That's well, a lot to carry around. Maybe. Okay, so you were planning your escape. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Planning my escape. Ended up dating, uh, dating a man. <laughs> um, and then, you know, that uh, that only served me in the sense that we were besties. And I got to like, I had plot. Actually, my mother was so happy. So happy. <laughs> 
I guess I should go back. Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, I wrote about um, this kiss in my, my diary and just so happened. It, it, I don't even know if these were like in the same like time period, but roughly, obviously, in the same time period. Yeah. Uh, there's just like one little entry in my diary that's like, hey, um, I don't believe in God. The whole notion of God is absurd. I think I figured that out. And then totally unrelated was like, also, I kissed a girl and it was awesome. Right. Um, and of course, my mother finds finds my diary, oh, right? God. Um, and bl- bless her, bless Arlene. But, uh, you know, I felt like I was living inside an old Lifetime movie when I like walked into my mother's sewing room and she was in a rocking chair <laughs> clutching a quilt. With her back to you. Rocking. <laughs> Did she turn her neck all the way around? Like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It was um, pretty. Ooh, I mean, it was, it was definitely more like wh- horrified, you know, like just like like you oh knew my right God. away there was something up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the funny thing was, I couldn't tell which one of the things was more upsetting to her. You know, where did you right. where did you lead off? I don't recall exactly. I think it might have actually been the God thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I I can't quite remember. I think it was kind of like equal part. Like, oh boy, we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Were you guys uh, super religious? Or She was. Yeah, yeah. she is. She's, did you go to church growing up? I did. I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of camp, it's always coming back to these Christian camps. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I went on this. I was I went to like this evangelical church in New England, and because New England is pretty stodgy, like even an evangelical church there is still pretty stodgy. So mm-hmm. I kind of was just like, mm, this is normal. But when I was fifteen, I went um, on this like retreat in Tennessee, um, where you know, big giant like uh, huge concert and like you know, again like Hillsong esque shit happening. Right, and then, they, and then you go out into the country and they try to like make you cry and then like feel vulnerable and then be like see that's jesus getting inside of you so um, i don't like that yeah i know it's a little i mean in hindsight it's like oh my god this was absurd this is just indoctrination this is everything that uh some folks are talking about these days um but (laughs) you know it's funny i it afterwards i was like you know what i'm gonna start going to church more and Mm. i did Mm. and i did for like a really 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 hot second but the more time I had with myself just sitting in church and not like thinking about friends or whatever was happening, I realized in church that like the whole story was bananas and made no fucking sense. Yeah. So yeah. like I'm actually very grateful for that like very intense retreat to get me in a place where I had enough time to think as like a horny teenager that none of that shit made any sense. Right. And That's then I took a hard left. Yeah. I wonder how building. many other yeah. people did that. You know? Yeah. Because, like, that's a very specific situation. I don't know any of my, like... I feel like it's like they came to terms with that later in life after being forced to go to church. But you, of, of your own accord, were like, I'm going to go to church and check this out. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. while in church, you were like, no, nah, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. good. Yeah. No, it's great. It's like, oh, yeah, this music is uh, designed to manipulate my feelings. Like, oh, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, so uh, weird that I got there before I got to, like, I'm gay. Uh, but whatever. Yeah. You know? I, kinda, I mean, it I think sense. it's... Yeah, yeah. It's, you gave it. You gave it a try, you know? And that's mm-hmm. what I like. You weren't just like, no, I don't believe... Like, all that stuff is bullshit. You, like, you first had to figure out it actually was. You did the research that it is bullshit. Yeah, I did And then research. you were like, yeah. 
And that's probably why nobody goes to church alone. They probably don't like people going to church alone because they're like, they're going to think, because they they're going to say, isn't this bullshit? No one will be there to say, no, it's fine. <laughs> so true. Yeah. A lot of churches have the buddy policy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's true. They like to do that. Uh-huh. Did you guys have good snacks um, at that church? Was it in the basement? Were the snacks in the basement? I feel there like there's always snacks, snacks in, the in the basement. I don't ever remember them being good. I actually, you know, think of that basement smelling just like gross cafeteria food all the yeah. time. Yeah. Because um, I think that's where the Lutherans, um, that's why so many people fall off from being Lutherans because the snacks, snacks fucking weak, suck. Fuck. Yeah, they're weak. Totally. I did every once in a while grab some communion wafers and snack upstairs, though. Mm. I always thought those were pretty good. But Are they? Uh, depends on the denomination. I've never had one. As a person who's literally never put one in her mouth. Yeah. Honestly, some of them <laughs> so pretty tasty. Kind yeah. of like a, like a, a shortbread wafer almost. Oh, shortbread? Yeah. What has like a nice going to church all the time. A little sweet. Well, yeah, again, depends on the denom- denomination. But I guess oh. if you were in kind of like Protestant evangelical in the 90s, you might had these. That's actually Did pretty. You know I that? never knew because I didn't yeah. get uh, confirmed. Mm. Uh, because I was like out of there right before, like I I spent too much time at the cemetery, so it was also before the gay thing. Nice. And I yeah. was just like, why are these people dead? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> oh, where are the ghosts? Wait, this isn't real. Should I ask about the cemetery? Yeah, what do you mean you I got spent? some questions. Yeah, yeah. We always had uh, when when I was young, we almost always lived by a cemetery because it was cheaper to rent mm, to, sure. to yeah, families, you know, by the cemetery. And my mom always thought it was safe. She was like. There's no one there. It's really quiet, you know? And so we were always playing in the cemetery. Yeah, we found our, like, cats in the cemetery. Cemetery cats. I'd get, like, best friends in the cemetery, just, like, tombstones I loved. Um, Nothing sexy happened in the cemetery. It was just all You met your buddy. Not remembering your documentary. You met your buddy. Yeah, Yeah. there there was a girl that died young, and I, like, visited her grave every day. Shit. Yeah. I didn't have a lot going on. (laughs) It's <laughs> and there's no way to transition back into your story. No, okay. Like that. <clears throat> okay, so I was about to one up you, but I won't. I'll save it for offline. Oh, Wait, you offline, offline it, one offline up. it. I uh, I almost lost my virginity in a in a cemetery. What the? But fuck? But I didn't. You only ordered one sex. Whoa. You're gonna do it twice? Yeah, yeah. This is before that. This is like before. I'm assuming you're talking about with a it's like with a, a cis with boy a cis boy. Yeah, yeah, with a cis an boy. undertaker. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I met this. this dude ironically, this was the summer. Was he hot, that, though? This was, was he the summer that my friends were diking it out at home, and so again, again, I got a placeholder boyfriend. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's a bad place. Like it, you know. It, first of all, you want your losing your virginity story to be a story. Yeah. So, so there but you go. But that is in it. So yeah, I did not. I did not actually lose. My, I, I'm right. glad I didn't. Do you, you want to know? You want to know why? Yes. Yeah. My dad's buried in that cemetery now. Oh my god. Oh so, yeah. That <laughs> did you not know? Did you, you not know that when you were approaching my the moment where? at the time oh, yeah well, so I wouldn't have known yeah oh. but it does sound is it like the family cemetery because that no. oh just yeah. random I, yeah I wouldn't I wasn't seeking out that kind of fucked up shit yeah. but it would have been really weird that right. would have been a really weird did, circle I didn't want to draw for it to be two different yeah yeah. did we I all just it. default to when you were like oh, I lost my virginity did we all just default to you having sex with a cis guy yeah isn't that funny well that's because that's, I heard because you already said that though yeah I guess uh, you did yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but yeah. do you think most people when people are like oh I lost my virginity that's what they jump to right um yeah but I th- you know I think it's kind of generational though I don't think that Gen Z and folks younger than that are necessarily going to assume that I think it's because yeah. so many of our stories 
since you know compulsory heterosexuality was just the water we swam in it's it's like of course the fucking of course we fucking lo- had sex with a dude right like a cis dude first because that's what we grew up in 99 percent of the time that's what you, you meet served like, up you meet like one gold star once in a while that was just like i knew when i was five and like and then I tied her up with a phone cord. <laughs> uh, Are you describing a teen in Sarah video? <laughs> you might be. Um, no, 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 no. This was before that video. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, where the fuck were we? We uh, were jumping around. Oh no, your the sewing room. I mean, the sewing oh, room. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah, your mom, yeah. your mom, my mom gets your diary. Yep, she reads it. She's clutching uh, her proverbial pearls mm-hmm. um <laughs> but really a quilt yeah my uh my, my dad was sick at the time and and mm. she said i'm not gonna tell your father we're just not gonna stress him out with this stuff and i'm like okay deal let's bury this little secret mm. and um you know again yeah that's i think when i liked I, like beat feet out of town for a summer thinking like maybe i can just like meet some cool people out here yeah and i just found a boyfriend it was so stupid they always yeah. just, you know um unwanted pests but um no they're very nice nice people generally boys um <laughs> boys I, i'm talking like i've met zero of, of them but uh, yeah it also uh, sounds like it it sounds like a grandma being like boys, boys are nice <laughs> that's a good fella right there <laughs> nice boys uh, so um uh, so yeah again like senior year was wait can i just ask do you have siblings i have a half brother and was he living at no. your house? Yeah, so he, he was really, in like, art school by then. Oh. Probably dropped out. Um, but right. yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was like solo in the house. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just, um, but you know, I was an only child. So I like definitely had my like rich interior life and just kind of retreated into there until um, it was socially acceptable to do otherwise. Yeah, it's so much pressure though, even if you're like basically an only child or mm. like in the house at the same, you know, for 10 years alone, mm. isn't it? I'm like, it just feels like a lot of pressure. Like if your parents have uh, a vision for you or, you know, want you to go a certain way. Yeah, I, I was lucky in that my parents' standards were extraordinarily low. And um, like, it was serious. They like didn't understand why I would want to like leave town and go to college somewhere else or anything like that. So honestly, I think they've just been like, basically, even up until now are just constantly like, well, my father's passed away, but my uh, th- my mother's just constantly like confused by what I do. Like, I think she she understands the signals that like I should be proud of this thing. This seems like a thing I I should be proud of. Um, loves me very much, but constantly confused. Are they in comedy too? Where- my mother. Yeah, and was your dad? <laughs> no, mm. engineer and uh, a non comedian. Yeah. Oh wow. So. Um, yeah. Did they want you to like go into engineering or? They had no aspirations for me whatsoever. So yeah, that's that's kind yes. of, there's like they part kind of, of that saw that's you, kind of nice, huh? And they were just like, I guess there's there's no hope. So no, like I mean, anything honestly, that they do is going to be well above what we had ever imagined. Basically, I just uh, yeah, they really didn't make me do. I mean, other than the fact that maybe that my mom wanted me to like do music and be straight. Honestly, very why I had free to free reign. You can't do a, music and be straight. Like yeah. it's just yeah, impossible. Yeah, exactly. That. That like you could kinda... do lawyer and be straight, but it's not music. true. I know. I don't think it's she a really great understood. Point, Mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really Thanks. good stuff. Yep. 
No, for real. She a, uh, she nailed it. My mom had no idea what she was doing when she put me in show choir, you know? Oh <laughs> the repercussions. So, when so, did, so you went then to college at some point. Indeed, I did. At 18 years of age. Like many. Like many. And was that, what kind of an awakening was that for you? Well, that was, uh, I would say, the earliest days of OkCupid. Okay I'm talking oh, on the computer. Oh, yeah, baby. Do you just see how excited I got? I almost got the chills. I feel like Same. you just did kind of one of the like invisible butt slap, yeah. like riding the. <laughs> did yeah. you say yeah. okay, Cupid? <laughs> Early years? Oh, beta? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And what? We're in Chicago. We're, we're in DePaul. Chicago. We're in Chicago. We're at DePaul. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I did. I, I Well, I was definitely like passively looking on okay, Cupid at the time. I did end up. Making hooking up with my dorm neighbor, mm-hmm. uh, and was very ashamed afterward. Very, very ashamed. Interesting. Is yeah. that new? Was that a new emotion? Like, why are you ashamed? I was just so embarrassed. Well, because I like didn't know how people would react. I think I really just assumed the next day that like my friends would like negatively react, mm-hmm. and of course they did not care. Like, <laughs> holy crap, they did not care. I even thought that like. The girl herself would be like, oh, my God, I'm filled with regret. What a weirdo. I don't know. Like, I was just like assuming the yeah. worst. And she was fine. And we're like still friends. And she has kids in Michigan. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? It was no big deal. But that also makes sense because, I mean, you came out to her mom who wanted you to keep it a secret. Right. You know, and it's like and all the other stuff felt like hidden or it wasn't like right there in your face. But sometimes you're lucky enough to get to college and people are like, we don't give a shit. You know, like everyone's doing their own thing. Yeah. Nobody. Hopefully. Yeah. That is a time where you do something Mm -hmm. and think that the entire world still revolves around and no one gives a single fuck and it's great. It's liberating. Mm -hmm. Sort of. It depends on how big is DePaul. It's a big school. Like how many big? 30,000 people. No one one cared at all. It's also in Lincoln Park, right? right? And it's like a theater head. Like it's a big school, but they have a very like renowned theater department. And that was who I hung out with for the most part. So yeah, I had plenty of space to roam and actually live several lives if I like wanted to. Right. Um, Because I was doing improv at the time and that was very straight at the time. There were just no queers, none whatsoever. So like even by the time I was like 19, I'd like, go to a bar with my improv friends but then be like gotta go and then just like walk up the street to the closet and like hang out with my queer friends talk and about the closet a little for some people including th- myself who don't know what that is for the uninformed the closet is a bar that i believe still exists on broadway in chicago i i haven't been back in like i mean i do remember going like six years ago nice yeah i yeah i feel like that place is never gonna die is uh, it a gay bar oh yeah oh it's, it's, it's a lesbian, a lesbian bar. bar yeah it's, a, it's one of the few actual lesbian bars with like an old bar mom and um you know i'd go there on karaoke night because i had absolutely no i had no social skills whatsoever and i think that was really the next hurdle you know it's like you kind of come out to yourself clearly by the time i had like made out with like the second girl i'm like okay clearly let's just like have reality um call it what it is it is what it is Mm -hmm. but i do like that even though you're saying you don't have any social skills you still can take that step to do the social things you're in improv you're going you know to the closet and stuff so there's obviously part of you that wasn't afraid to take that first step it's hard yeah yeah i think it was just the doing it that really rendered the challenges like i think (laughs) actually like the bit the 
the most like insulting but useful note I got in improv was um, you should do two shots of tequila. <laughs> you should get wasted. Loosen up, <laughs> asshole. I'm serious. Yeah, Noah, what's his fucking face? I don't even remember. Well, oh my god. Talk yeah. a little bit about oh god, what so you would funny. do. This is a good note for people who have social anxiety yeah. and want to talk to people though. It's a great oh, it's a great trick. Yeah. Have two shots of tequila. No, the other yeah. thing. That did help. Uh, that you do would, karaoke? Yes. <laughs> or why not both? <laughs> why you're, not? You're basically making yourself the conversation starter. You're like, what if I do a, so were you can you actually sing? Were you singing like I can sing or were you like Watch me be funny. Uh, I mean, I'm no Sam Martin, but <laughs> I can hold my own they behind the mic. They can hold yeah. a real nice tune. What were yeah. you? you so, betcha. what were you singing? What were the tracks? Oof. I mean, what a what a spread. Um, you know, I think I started out basic Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. I'd move into a little Melissa Etheridge. Yeah, I had range though. You know, I could honestly. You know, I think when my my my, my gay boys would come with me, I think we'd do suddenly Seymour. Mm. You know, oh. so. We had some range. We had some range. And, Something for uh, everybody. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah, yeah, Depends yeah. on who you're trying to talk to that Yeah, night. exactly. That's, That's exactly so what true. it is. Mm-hmm. That is so true. Were you, did you do it with the intention of talking to someone? You were like honing in and you were zeroing in on somebody in the bar that you were like, I'm going to talk to that person? No. Okay. Never. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I, I knew that's not how it worked because uh, it just doesn't doesn't happen that way did you have uh, a role as in the queer group were you like the funny one uh you know i hung out when i was younger in college i hung out with almost exclusively gay dudes Mm. um so i was the token lesbian in the the group of gay dudes yeah i mean that was my really like my biggest struggle when i was younger i didn't have a lot of like lesbian friends really very very few and the few i like did have at the time didn't even come out till years later so it was a little lonely. Right. And I kind of like, um, and, and maybe just like hanging out around a bunch of like very like boys town gay boys was not like doing me any favors. I think mm-hmm. I was being read as like, um, you know, a hanger on, a, maybe even straight in some cir- circumstances because I right. still had like long hair and stuff. So wasn't doing me any favors. I also don't, yeah, they don't care though. Like, I mean, like a hanger on, I feel like I don't know. I just feel like it doesn't matter. Like, no, it's not like you're like cock blocking. Oh, not at all. Did but you go to sidetracks? It's like the biggest gay oh, bar yeah. in Chicago. I got dragged out to sidetracks a few times. Yeah, that place was huge. That was always such um, an, a like living on the in the upside down moment for me. You know, like if the first time you go into a really big gay bar like sidetrack where it's just dudes everywhere, cis dudes mostly everywhere. And you get ignored by the bartender so fucking hard in yeah. a way that you just never do anywhere else. It's powerfully humbling. Oh, yeah. Powerfully. Yeah. You know your place. Yep. Real uh, that's well. how I feel living in L.A. Mm. Like like really? any bar I go to. Yeah. Hmm. But I don't go to a lot of bars. I just like that's what L.A. is so weird. Like you just, <laughs> just see, go like, to the one you'll bar. You'll see who opens the door for you. You know, you're just like, thanks. I'll get it. My Fucking self. <laughs> <laughs> I just have a child in my arms. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah. So when so what broke like did you then find your crew of queers that were not all cis gay boys at some point? No. Did yeah. you like or did you ever? And if so, when did that happen? Um I at probably at the very, 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 very end of college, um, I knew one um, one friend who actually lives in L.A. 
Sarah. Mm-hmm. And um, she had a crew of like all of these like slightly older, like they were like late 20s and I was like 19 or 20 or something like that. Um, that like all had like jobs and stuff, you know, like they like worked in finance and like accounting and stuff like that. So I'd like go out with like the the pantsuit lesbians. And, oh, pantsuit um, lesbians. We had nothing in common. I mean, lovely people. <laughs> like right. finance super, bros, but lesbians. Super lovely yeah. people. Yeah. But you know, I was in that, that phase of my life where like you had your friends that you have things in common with. And then you had like, your queer friends who you don't have anything in common with other than being queer. And that was like my two social circles entirely. Right. And that's, that's real too. I feel like, especially when you're young and trying to figure your shit out, you just gravitate to people who are kind of like you and you have that one thing to talk about. And then when you become the person that you are, you're like, I, we're not friends actually. Right. Right. I don't like you. Really. And like doing like doing like a speed run of my like early dating years. It was all just like me trying to make it work with someone that we just had no shared points of reference whatsoever. <laughs> How did yeah. you meet? Wait, what happened with OK Cupid Beta? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, my God, Thank I think you I only went. I only went on one <laughs> date because this was also when like the user base was not high. Like right. we're talking early. So I went out with someone who I think I would now read as like just totally not my type. Mm. But at the time I was like still so, I don't know, homophobic of myself and others like that. I was just like, ew, I can't believe I did this. Like, oh, <laughs> you know, like blah, blah, blah. Um, that I was just like, why did I even? Uh? And then I just didn't go on another OkCupid okay date. I think like just one person who like clearly wasn't my type just spooked me. Where Tainted did the they, entire where did barrel. you go? We went to Pick Me Up Cafe. Yes. Yeah. Mm. You could still smoke in there back then, too. Wow. Oh, I miss those days. I don't even smoke, but I Did loved it. Did you guys it. go for like a proper dinner? But you'd start for that we date. Got, I think we got like tea, <laughs> you know? That's so funny because Pick Me Up to me is the place you went to after improv when everyone's drunk. And you're I like, know. let's get French toast. <laughs> right? <laughs> I like know. like 2 a.m. Now looking back, I'm like, oh, the setting was not right. But honestly, it's for the best. Yeah. The best. Yeah. Online dating wasn't like there was no Tinder and stuff back then. So it was like it still had that that it had a feel of danger and mystery. Yeah. You know, like if I my sister met her husband like probably around like then she met her husband on like OkCupid and my mom's like, well, he's probably a murderer. You yeah. know, it still had that like fun, like, ooh, what's what's happening here? Yeah. It was spicy. Yeah. yeah. Also, mm-hmm. catfish wasn't a thing yet. Like, right. You know, you're just like, well, I'm just going to roll the dice and hope <laughs> they're hot, you know? Yep, 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 yep. Right. Um, but yeah, I kind of gave up on that for a while and I think had some some quiet times. I think I met. I also met someone who was actually very cute, but like had a boyfriend the whole time. And it was just like very awkward because this was even before like Polly was a thing that we would discuss. And they weren't really Polly. It was more just like the guy just thought that like that kind of thing didn't matter. That like they could still be, I don't know straight it's so you mean like funny. if if that if that woman and you would like hook up it like didn't count yes because it wasn't yes, it wasn't yes, actually yes. real exactly. i want to say yeah, that yeah. i would be i'm offended by that thinking but i'm actually not because i think like wow you're so stupid that i'm hooking up with your fucking girlfriend. right yeah you're like oh this is totally gonna last i'm sure i wish you all the best but for me, you know, I was like, hey, I'll take it. You're, yeah. You're cute. That's that's incredible. Right. Uh, so when was your first, like, love? Um, love. Your, when what? did you fall in love? We're beating our fists right now know, to right? signify Here love. I am rambling about nonsense. So um, 
the first time I fell in love. I uh, knew someone through improv. She was very funny. What city mm-hmm. are you in at this point? I'm in still in Chicago. Okay. Okay. Uh, a little older, but still in Chicago. I just want to know if I'm involved, and that's why I'm asking, obviously. You are not. Okay. Um, that sucks. Sorry. I know. Um, so um, she actually was dating my friend Evan at the time. Mm. But, like, we're talking cargo pants. We're talking, <laughs> you know, a certain energy, a certain je ne sais. Cargo I know pants exactly on what, who? Actually. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Cargo um, pants on Evan or the girl? On the girl. Okay, got on it. On the girl. Um, makes a difference yeah, yeah so she Evan, honestly i don't care about what evan was wearing she was dating evan she was wearing cargo pants somehow those things could exist at the time mm-hmm. yeah um and you know there was like an energy there there was like okay okay hmm, um interesting um and yeah then they broke up mm. and i realized i was fully in love with her i think we like hooked up and that's when the magic happened um i was like over the moon just absolutely obsessed with her absolutely obsessed with her i was just like hey can i come over all the time like just hey what's up um just head over heels and i i mean she was like one of those like dynamic people clearly she like attracted a lot of like people into her life and that was like her biggest problem i guess right (laughs) what a problem (laughs) to have um so i was head over heels this was maybe going on five or six weeks and depaul had those um long winter breaks right so i was going how long are we talking talking six weeks damn i know i know go on and so i had to go home uh hang out with my mom for a few weeks and um you know we we like stayed up all night the night before i i left and she was like you're she texted me like this was also early text days too you're amazing and i'm like oh "Oh my god i'm we're gonna i'm gonna come back and we're gonna move in together it's Mm -hmm. just gonna be amazing and um you know, t9 that shit too yeah t9 yeah. and apostrophe yeah. that's love baby absolutely oh yeah about a week in i um hadn't heard from her and she, she texts me again she's like hey this is kind of crazy but my friend from college died i have to go back to pennsylvania to go to the funeral and i was like oh shit so i didn't hear from her for a while understandably um but then it you know like the the funeral had passed i knew she was back and i'm like hey like what's going on um and she's like hey yeah like the funeral's crazy um i caught up with someone that i knew back in college um like a girl and we really had like a connection and and we kissed and i was like okay um cool you know i was thinking just like oh this is like a thing that would happen where it's not like we're exclusive so you know whatever i'm so cool look at how cool i am (laughs) and um then i was like well all right cool well i guess so i'll see you in chicago in a couple weeks and she's like well so that girl i met in pennsylvania uh I, i drove her back to chicago with me she's she's here right now and i was like oh brutal cool you (laughs) <laughs> you are dumping me for a girl you met at a funeral. <laughs> wow. And like driving back wow. a live-in girlfriend. Yeah. And I you mean, guys weren't even, so you guys weren't exclusive. We were not, ex- we had been like hooking up for five weeks. Were you calling so. each other yeah. like girlfriends at that point? No, I was just head over heels in love. Right. Just super duper obsessed. Was that reciprocated? Aww. Um, You would think so. Yeah. In yeah. that time period, I would say that it was reciprocated. Um, but I, she was also a little bit older and had a little more life experience than me. So I may have been a little naive, mm. um, I don't really, think if so. I, if I read between the lines, <laughs> right. 
Really your um, first love? That's crazy. Yeah. Um, and now, yeah, anytime I anytime I date someone new, I say, all right, you're going to leave me for someone you met at a funeral. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tell me right you learn now. learn important lessons when you're young. <laughs> Promise me so. you'll never go to a funeral looking hot. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wife. <laughs> Put on your funeral moo moo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I was crushed. I was, I was a little stoned at the time. Mm-hmm. Crazy, I know. Um, and I knew, you know, after that phone call, I realized how sad I was, but also how funny that, like, just objectively funny that is. Yes. And um, I think I was sobbing and, like, laughing back and forth for hours that <laughs> night. Like, I was I was crushed. I was truly, truly crushed, but mm-hmm. also what a way to go. And my, my mom the next morning was like, wow, like, um, I heard you laughing so much last <laughs> night. Oh, my God. How psychotic. What happened? I, I wasn't out to her at the time. I was like, yeah, I was watching, like, a really funny movie. <laughs> um tragic comedy and um yeah oh man yeah that crushed me but um Oof, to have your mom chime in and be like what's up honey you okay yeah oh it sounds like nope. you're having a good time it's yeah. hard too like i mean you know some it, it's hard that like your mom came in and you couldn't you also at the time didn't feel like you could tell her exactly what happened so it's like oh also you don't have a shoulder you know to mm-hmm. cry on exactly yeah i had i couldn't tell anyone there was nobody i could tell and um i was just there with arlene just like that's it was really it sucked i mean it i've been in a position suck. like i feel like so many of us have and that i found to be just the absolute soul crushing hardest bit of it because mm. you like have your everybody's like mourning grieving something you break up whatever and you can't tell anyone about it and you just have to be fine because Mm -hmm. you can't share with anyone that you're in totally devastated you know yeah oh yeah god it's fucking awful it it is it was really really rough yeah um and you know you know when you're obsessed with someone and they break up with you that you just talk about it a lot and i think i was just like annoying the shit out of my roommates and just being all like heartbroken and um i find you pretty annoying right now talking about it so i I can only imagine how your roommate felt they really were like shut the fuck up yes i feel that um but yeah and then like um you know most most of the rest of college was just kind of just some weird random dating after that um a lot of nuts a lot of just truly unhinged people um more (laughs) than usually what you get from okay cupid so i'm surprised (laughs) you're at the game that's true I met some organically too, which was even more upsetting because I knew exactly what I was getting into. But um, where do you even meet? Uh, where do you meet before the online dating age in Chicago? Where do you meet? I would say the Funky Buddha Lounge was one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I met a woman there who again was like a little bit older than me, maybe late twenties when I was like twenty something, and. Um, she was like, we need to go out. She was aggressively buying me drinks and was just like, we need to go out. And I was like, wow, interesting. And um, she turned out to be absolutely, I'm talking like nuts. Um, I was like, do you read any books? She's like, I only read self-help books. <laughs> she said that like truly earnestly looked me dead in the eye and said it. And I was like, fuck. Um, <laughs> oh my God. How many dates did you guys go on? So we went on. How many ex- sexes did you have? Exactly. Yeah. How many did you order? So, mm-hmm. okay. what? It's debatable whether you could call this one date or two dates because it was more just that she stuck around consecutively for two days. Yeah. 
Um, We've all been there. Usually I was the sticker around. That's fine. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't really judge it. And I've done that with. No, you should judge it if you don't want it. um, (laughs) I literally had this. uh, I was seeing this girl and I and looking back, you're just like, holy shit. What was she like? That poor woman had to deal with me bringing my rolly suitcase into her fucking apartment. <laughs> Just like, is it okay if I spend the night again? She's like, no. Oh. <laughs> I was like, all right, let me just roll back out. Oh, man. <laughs> You've oh. already packed it up. You're like, she's going to have to say yes. <laughs> nope. Okie doke. All well, right. I'm on my way out. Back Good night. in the Volvo. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's... oh, the Volvo. Yeah. Didn't it's... go up hills. No, it didn't go up hills because it had all this luggage in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Going from Looking house to house. So do you ever like now that you're married, you know, are you do you ever miss? Is there any part of you that misses those days of like dating people, unhinged people? (laughs) No, not not a bit. Um, It I love I love meeting unhinged people now in a different context. Yeah. Um, I was telling Joey earlier, like I like to stay at unusual living spaces that I love I just love the people who tend to frequent them and um I uh, do not miss those days um because like it was a double whammy of not only was everyone else unhinged but I like didn't even know myself or like what I actually wanted like so many of those people I went out with just because I was like thinking like oh well that's all that's out there right (laughs) that's it this is the best I'm gonna get like if someone was like cute I'm like Ah, well, I'll just accept that you drive drunk everywhere and got out of a a speeding ticket by showing your tits. Oh, my God. (laughs) Did we date the same person? (laughs) Probably. There is something to that with like when you're queer and like you don't find like you're just like dating people that are so not for you, especially the beginning where you're just like is wait. Is this the pool? Is this mm-hmm. the whole dating pool? Because I can't handle what's here. And honestly, at that time, it probably was, you know, yeah, until that, you it, just like expand your circle. But you're shooting a single fish in a. I mean, the early 2000s, it's just there were just not. <laughs> I was waiting for that fishing metaphor. Yeah, to sorry. End. No, if you want to finish it, I was trying to. Do I don't so want to finish you were it. shooting a single fish. <laughs> have, you ever gone, a... have you ever gone fish shooting I'm... before? So, do you go fish shooting? Is that how fishing works? You <laughs> yeah. just bring a gun. Yeah, yeah, you just need a license, and you're good to go. Yeah, all right. All right. Don't make this about your time fish shooting. Okay? You're right. You're right. Uh, the Midwest is strange, <laughs> but <laughs> oh my god! So where were we? <laughs> you're talking about how you love your wife. I do, I do love my wife, and I like the not dating thing. But, yeah. but I think above all things, above all, no matter who I went out with, I am glad I, I know myself a little better to kind of avoid some of those little um, adventures I went on in my twenties. Right. Me too. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> so, when did you officially come out to your mom? Like, no, it's not just a diary entry. Great question. I was. It was an okay question. It was a decent question. Yeah. I mean. It's kind of obvious. Like I saw it coming. Right. I had something saw, in my back yeah, pocket. It is really good yeah, yeah, I think yeah. most brilliant. Yeah. No, I, I just really have did. I just have like questions behind your head. Like, and they're for, we should put a whiteboard up it's there. For, it's for every guest. I'm like, okay, now we'll ask. So your mom is sitting in the sewing room. It's weird. It happens in every story. Yeah. Let's talk about when you came out, came out to your mom. Yep. Yep. Came out, came out. I see what you did there. Yeah. Let's edit that out. And then 
talk about how maybe you met your wife and then let's let's get you out of here oh god. shit oh my god it's so it's like so easy to hang out with you it's the like easiest seriously the it's the fucking hat okay. yeah. thank you thank you how did you come out to your mom when did you finally do it so i did i was briefly seeing someone she um again was interested in me but i we had nothing nothing in common um but this was getting to the point this was at the end of college i was so sick of again like getting dumped and having no one to talk about it with and um you know i just knew i had to like rip off the band-aid eventually Mm -hmm. so um yeah i was honestly part of me feels like i let this this relationship become legitimate simply so i could have a reason to come out to my mom i think i really did let it stretch Mm -hmm. for just three months so I could be like, Mom, I have a girlfriend. It's a great tool. So that's what I did. Mm-hmm. I uh, kind of just kept on dating this person. And I think we both felt equally lukewarm about each other. Like, remarkably lukewarm. <laughs> that's all, another way. How all the great love yeah. stories. Say, that's yeah. another thing you have in common now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. People kind of tolerate each other. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And um, so I, I said at the end of a, a visit home, I said, Mom, I have, a, I have a girlfriend. And she's very quiet for a minute. And she's like, so you're gay. (laughs) So you're gay. And then just, you know, gets really like mad, but like in a confused way. But fortunately, I timed it pretty slickly to be like, oh, there's the train. (laughs) Uh, See ya. (laughs) And, and, you know, (laughs) it was sweet because... On that train, I did didn't even have to get to the airport. I got a voicemail from my mom saying, "I love you no matter what," mm. and "I love you no matter what." I think that was that was kind of the TLTR. Yeah, um, and that was that was very sweet. Yeah. Um, and you know, we dealt. It wasn't like that was like game over. Everything was fine. Like I realized she was still very weird when I did start dating dating someone seriously and stuff like that. And that took a lot of years to really have her be comfortable with um it you know and i think it, and a lot of it just has to do with like more social stigma than even like the religious stuff honestly right. yeah but now she's loud and proud and you know loves my whole deal p flag baby i i love when people yeah i love when the parents come around yeah and so how yeah how how's like your family with your wife and all that my because your wife is very pleasant oh she's so sweet yeah she's a real sweetie and my mom is obsessed with her um Mm -hmm. again one great thing that just like a girly girl wife um among many other things a very talented hardworking, hilarious beautiful uh beautiful woman she is but she is so kind and just likes dresses and hair and stuff. And I think my mom can really tap into that in a way she never could have with me. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, my mom's obsessed with her. And, and my family loves her too. Yeah. It's all it's all really nice, honestly. Um, couldn't ask for anything better in that department. Is her last name Von Suck? <laughs> it is Did not. Did it work out? Did it it work is out? not. But... Um, yeah, there it is kind of nice when they feel like almost like they have their own. They're like, "Oh, look, it's like a nu- it's like like not that this is what it is, but it's like for me um, you know, with with Sam who's like so the opposite of me. I'm sure my mom in some ways is like the daughter I never had but always wanted, you huh. know, just like can talk to anybody, you yep. know. Yeah. Um and and I totally get it. And then with her family, I feel like 
you know, it's just her and her sister and her mom. And I just come in there. I'm just like, I could talk sports with her dad. And it's like, I'm like the son he never had. I feel like this is when they like lean into it. They're just Mm -hmm. like, well, there's something in it for me. So yeah. Yeah. I like it. But then they turn out, it turns out that they like you. Hey. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And, uh, you know, yeah, it's funny. Like I think, uh, yeah, Allie's like excited because she's like, you know, this woman is so nice to me and so open and I'm like, and I get to like talk about like, I get to like shoot the shit about politics with my mother-in-law and there's like boring shit, but like stuff that my mother would never really like ever have a conversation about. So it's Mm -hmm. nice. Yeah. It's nice having an extra little extra family. Yeah. That's that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, Sarah Pabalardo, do you want to talk about anything coming up in your life, career, reductress, what have you before you leave this beautiful set? Sure. Uh, We have a new book coming out in May 2023 called How to Stay Productive When the World is Ending. Mm. Fucking yes. That sounds like good advice. Can I get an advanced copy of that? You know you will. You know that OkCupid person you dated was like, how do I get it? (laughs) Can I get a discount? Precisely. (laughs) Do you have an OkCupid discount code? (laughs) For for OkCupid users? or? For people looking to get into OkCupid. <laughs> and uh, meanwhile, I mean, obviously the Instagram fucking rocks. Oh and I love every single headline that you guys put out. So yep. uh, follow Reductress on Instagram as well. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Thanks for being the absolute best. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Likewise, my dudes. Welcome to Charm School. Charm School.